This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Uh, we go to the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines and have a chance to chat. We, we, I, I never got Dominic to quite set this up, uh, but we get a chance to talk to Tim Dillard. Uh, Tim Dillard is a, currently a free agent pitcher in Major League Baseball. He's been a Milwaukee Brewer. Uh, we've seen him in the, in the majors as, as well with the, uh, I believe, the Nationals and, or the Rangers. And uh, Dom, I'm going to start with you. Where, where, did, uh, where did you find a chance to, to, to make connections with Tim? Uh, so I watch uh, a lot of his videos. Um, he's been a pitcher with the uh, Brewers organi- organization as well as the Rangers uh, organization. And so I watched a lot of his videos when he was with the uh, with the Brewers, and I was just they're hilarious. You would like them if you're into uh, different comedies like Will Ferrell comedies yeah. and whatnot. Uh, I definitely recommend watching them. And obviously, with us being in Illinois and covering the Central Division, uh, I watch a lot of Brewers baseball. So uh, yeah. being not a fan purpose. of Tim, not no, <laughs> not on purpose. I'm a Giants fan, so it's definitely not on purpose, but. I, uh, I definitely have to watch a little Brewers there. And, you know, Morgan Vogel is one of our uh, board ops, is a huge Brewers fan. Sure, so sure. naturally uh, we bonded over uh, Tim Dillard's videos, and uh, she was pretty excited when I told her that I got Tim Dillard to come on the show. So, Tim, you got Giants and Brewers fans in Central <laughs> Illinois bonding over uh, over your over your pitching prowess. How, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I You know, I feel like you guys are – you know, kind of scraping at the bottom of the barrel looking for guests, huh, to have me on here? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are a hard-hitting show. We're going to ask you all kinds oh, yeah, of hard-hitting yeah. questions. Yeah. Now, it's all about fun, you know, entertainment and things like that. And I think people love hearing stories. We've got a, you've got our share of, of performer professional athletes from around here. It's just cool because, uh, you know, we had on, uh, also because of Dominique, we had on um, uh, Tyke Green, who, uh, who, who owns Momentum Films with Trevor Bauer, and, mm-hmm. you know, so we heard a little bit about Trevor's story from Tyke, but every there's so many baseball players. Everybody has their own story and their own <laughs> way of getting there, especially when you start talking about international players. And and when and we get talking, you're a free agent right now. This is a business. These are these are 30 companies involved as well. And um, you also learn that it's it's not just going out and playing ball all the time. It's 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 sometimes pretty tough. But, you know, Dom found you because you're entertaining. So it's more than it's way more than just baseball. What, what, what's the mentality behind the social media? You just like having fun in life? Well, uh, you know, one of the perks of being a baseball player is you got a lot of downtime in the clubhouse, right? You show up at one yeah. o'clock, you don't Especially have a game pitchers. till seven. You got batting <laughs> practice, and then that's over with. You got a couple hours to kill. So, I don't know. I played cards in the clubhouse and board games for like ten years, and then all of a sudden, I was like, I'm going to make some videos, and got my teammates involved, and we act out stuff, and it's pretty ridiculous. But <laughs> at the same time, it's you know, it's like if you go and build a sandcastle with somebody, you know, you kind of bond over. Uh, just kind of, you know, constructing something and putting it together. So it, it it actually, you know, turned out really awesome because, you know, I got guys on other teams that are like, hey, man, can I be in a video? So <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. pretty universal. I know you do a podcast. You do a podcast, too, <laughs> shuffling your first initial, Dim Tillard, uh, so people want to check that out. I, I, the slip-up on the Nationals is because uh, uh, I have the list of, of the teams your, that your dad, Steve, played for. And he was not only a Cub and a White Sox, but uh, played for Boston and Detroit uh, and made uh, – or no, you made your – okay, you made your debut against the Nationals. I, I, I was reading everything a little too yeah, tight together yeah. there. But your dad played for the Cubs and the White Sox, uh, and then your, your, you debuted in 08. So, so to be, being a, you know, we, we have some some former pro baseball players from here, but none of them were had dads that were pros. Uh, what, what's that life like coming up? Was there any other option? 
<laughs> yeah, it's like he put a bat in my hand and said, "Use this." You know, no, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He was he was done playing by the time I was born, but he was a minor okay. league coach for you know like half my life. So I grew up in the clubhouse uh, mainly through like the New York Penn League and uh, the uh, I don't know spring training places in Florida and the Midwest League. So. Some of the stadiums I ended up playing at as I was a professional player, I was, you know, a bat boy at, or I shined shoes or something like that. But I got two older brothers, and, I mean, we, we all practiced baseball in the backyard, but we also played soccer and basketball and, you know, football and anything we could get our hands on. My dad didn't care really what we did as long as we were outside. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing, too. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, uh, the, the – you know, when you when you make the debut in 08 and you, and you start to, you know, you, you get to the big leagues, we watch the rookie, we see, we get filled. I, I, you know, I, I fall for the emotional <laughs> aspect of it all. Is it quite like that, or is it just a, a big, you're trying to not uh, crap your pants? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of that as well. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that, that's funny about that movie. Um it's it's it kind of it's dated now because you know he's like waiting in line to use a payphone and things like that and exactly you know once the uh, smartphone or actually the cell phone came around it changed it changed things but I, when I first got in I didn't have a cell phone I had uh, calling cards that I would use to call my parents no, to, yeah. to check in yeah. hey I'm still here I'm out in Arizona or I'm in Montana or wherever um, <laughs> and so the dynamics changed a little bit but it is tough it is tough I think. I think uh, the reason I started the videos is just to kind of deal with that lifestyle because you're, I mean, you're just openly judged on how you perform on the field and that can be really stressful. You know, that can just be uh, something that you carry away from the field. So that's kind of why I started these videos to kind of just, you know, kind of just relax everybody. And uh, I don't know. I feel like you play better relaxed and I I can't, I have no proof of this, but I feel like, (laughs) I feel like I've gotten better over the years maybe. Sure. I mean, I, I, I would assume, I kind of mentioned yesterday, there's there's the fast track to the pro leagues, guys. A lot of them become the greats, or some of them completely flop out. It doesn't work out. But you are mm-hmm. the definition of a grinder. You you, you <laughs> went in 03 to rookie ball. You went to A ball. You went to high A ball. You double A, triple A. Uh, and, and it took five years. Uh, do you think... Do you think most players would eventually get there if they were patient? Or, you know, because a lot of guys after three years... it. it is it mostly guys leaving the game? You know, guys maybe you saw in those five years or over your career. Do guys leave the game, or does the game tell the guys to leave? I mean, it's a mixed bag. Like, once you get okay. in and people figure out the lifestyle and what it means, like being away from home, you're not making any money, um, There's you'd be surprised how many people quit every year just because I believe they don't – yeah. They don't, yeah, they don't think they'll make it, and you know they're stressed out. They're they're drained, you know, spiritually, mentally, physically. Like they're just like I'm done. And then you got the guys, like you said, the fast track, the ones that sign, and you know they're in the big leagues in a year, and they never come back to the minor leagues. Uh, and you got everywhere in between. I guess I'm I'm in just right smack dab in the middle. I mean it's it's a lifestyle though. I've been doing it. I mean I I played a month this year with the Milwaukee Milkmen in uh, independent baseball. So I guess that that was my 18th season. I finished up. So I'm looking for wow. I'm looking for 19. So if you got a bunch of farm directors listening right now, hey, I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh, I, I, have you heard about this new league that baseball's doing, or is that just for is that just for young guys? I can't remember. I, I didn't I didn't read that story yet. Yeah, I, I don't know all the battle. details yet. I don't know if they've shared all the details. But here's one thing. I mean, not just you know the pandemic and everything like that, but MLB has stepped in and. And kind of changed the uh, the climate for minor league baseball going forward. I mean, there's teams that are being dropped 
Uh, they're trying yeah. to do more for like the the independent ball teams, and they're probably going to end up making it harder just for the average you know guy coming out of high school or college to get into pro ball and to possibly yeah. get to the big league. So you're talking about you know th- how long does it take? Does it take three years or five years to get to the big leagues? Um, you're going to start having you know less and less players. Uh, I, I don't know what that's going to look like, but they're they're starting to limit some of the stuff and the access, which. It's going to be good That's or bad. I, I don't know, is, but is, it's I was changed. going to ask you, what do you think the, the post-COVID minor league system is going to look like? Or are we going to get back to where we were? And It, it sounds like you don't think so. Uh, I mean, it, it'll get back to a degree. Not, I guess I'm just too close to it. You know, like I'm, I see all the inner workings, yeah. and they drop teams. Like, you know, I've been in AAA for the past, I don't know how many years, and I've seen, sta- you know, stadiums come and go, but now there's cities that are coming and going. You know, they're not building new stadiums. They're just switching. They're just finding uh, another stadium somewhere and dropping this team and that team. And, you know, it just it, when it's just tough. It's just tough. But, I mean, it's baseball. It's baseball. If it was easy, anybody could do it. You, you, you love this game, right? I think you have to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you, you yeah, yourself. I, I mean, I, I, you've done this a long time. You, you've got, you've got to love this game because it, it's not, it's not easy. It's not easy to stay in the big leagues. Well, that's what the, you know, they kind of don't ever tell you about. They don't ever tell you that just because you make it to the big leagues doesn't mean you stay there. But you see the one percenters. Like I tell, I actually uh, give a lot of advice out over social media, and I've done Skype calls or Zoom calls or whatever with guys over quarantine about how to stay in shape or mindset or what to do in free agency and. You know, just because I've been around and I've seen a lot, and yeah. I mean, it's just—I don't know—it's you love it, but you gotta you gotta dislike it sometimes because it seems unfair. And they don't tell you, hey, you have to go to the big leagues and you have to do well, and that could be your only shot. I actually know a guy yeah. that pitched one day in the big leagues and never got back. So, I mean, you don't know what your path is going to be. You just gotta hope that everything falls into place. But I mean, it's. It's a tough gig sometimes. That's why. <laughs> yeah. That's why I try to keep things light, just so that guys know that hey, baseball is not everything in life. There's so much more, and that's what I love about baseball going forward. I mean, for a season next year, it's going to be awesome because I think you're going to have players at every level from all over the world playing baseball, and they're not going to take it for granted at all. You know, there's not going to yeah. be one guy that's like, "Nah, I'm over this." You know, this season's too long. No, coming off of what happened this season. I think you're going to see some of the best baseball ever next year. So you got you got in a month in March uh, in, in double A ball. I think you said independent ball. No, in uh, I think it was August. Yeah, August. No, oh, I was oh, in spring training in August, with okay. the uh, Rangers in Arizona when uh, when everything got canceled. So I sat okay. at home for like I don't know three or four months, and then I got a call from the Milwaukee Milkmen and went and pitched, and we ended up winning a championship. So, oh, that's yeah, awesome! That's awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean. <laughs> So you just you just kind of grind and um and get after it. I mean at 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 uh, at, at this age at this point in your career, I mean you're just going to do it till uh, till they tell you not to do it anymore. You're just going to keep showing up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can find a jersey. You know, it's it's getting harder and harder to find a jersey as you get older. I used to be clean shaven uh, before every game. I would I would shave so I looked really young so that if scouts saw me in the stands, they'd be like, oh look at this young guy. <laughs> Uh, but now that everybody has a smartphone, when I turned 30, I was like, ah, forget it. So I grew out a giant yeah. beard. <laughs> yeah. I saw, I saw the, I found two profiles of you to take a peek at some things. And one is giant beard and one is clean shaven. I was like, I don't think this is the same Jim Dillard. <laughs> yeah. I was watching his, uh, his debut, uh, against the Nats. I was watching on YouTube 
and he had clean shaven. And I was watching. I was like, do I have the right guy? I, I wasn't sure if I did. So I had to double check. I was like, okay, yeah, we're good. Uh, but, you know, Tim, you talk a lot about how hard it is uh, to make it to that level, especially uh, with pitching. Eric and I talk about, you know, it's the hardest thing to hit a baseball. It's extremely hard to, to pitch as well. Um, so when you see, like, guys like Mike Bolsinger, uh, who played against the Astros a couple years ago during their, their scandal, and he uh, he talks about how uh, how he was hit, how he had, gave up so many runs and then got sent back down and ultimately ended his career and talks about how he's actually filing lawsuits against the Astros due to that. Uh, how does that, like, make you feel to know how hard it is and then to get to that level and, and see a guy go through something like that? They gave themselves sure. that advantage. Sure. Yeah, yeah you, you feel you feel wronged, you know, especially the guys that did it the right way. Like, I'm not the most popular player, and I didn't, you know, have a 10-year career in the big leagues. I'm not going to be a Hall of Famer, but – you know, I I did it the right way. I didn't cheat, never tested positive for anything. I don't take anything unless you count Cheerios. They eat Cheerios every morning. <laughs> but every I think morning? guys, yeah, guys feel wronged. <laughs> they feel wronged when that happens. And, I mean, I, I know there's guys out there that have done steroids and so or PEDs or whatever they're calling it. And so when that happens, like, think about it. If it's a, if it's a third baseman that took something and you're the third baseman in AAA, it's like, okay, well, that guy cheated, and he has the job that I want. And, um, you know, guys make millions of dollars to trade off to do that. So it's like it it, it comes down to character. It comes down to, you know, what kind of guy are you? You want to be the guy that cheats to get a, you know, success? Well, there you go. You got your money. You got your success. That's great. Or you can be the guy that tries to do it the right way, and, you know, you can sleep at night, and you just find that, you know, character is more important. But, I mean, I I understand. I didn't know the guy was uh, filing a lawsuit, but I do remember him – on social media or something, I saw an article and I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I don't think I would do that personally, but I mean, who knows? There's no telling how many chances yeah. maybe I missed because of something else that, you know, is beyond my control, but I don't know. I, I, I can, I can sense the pain there, but I'm not sure legality is the right way to go. When it comes to performance enhancing drugs of any sort, I don't know if you've had any teammates, you know, in the same, in the same, um, clubhouse that have tested positive. It's probably really easy to lose respect for the guys that you didn't, you aren't next to every day. But do they? Is it hard to gain the respect back, even for the teammates that you you've grown to love? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't really dig too much into it, honestly. I, me as a teammate, I just try to create a judgment-free zone, right? Like I'm yeah. not going to judge a guy on decisions. I mean, like a guy that, that tested you know, positive. Yeah, like a guy that did cheat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if they did, they did. I don't know. I wasn't there. You know, if they're accused of it gotcha. or whatever. Um, I'm not sure I've had that much interaction with guys, and you know, gotcha. that have gone through that. But it is a, a thing. You know, it does happen, um, and sometimes it is a mistake. You know, sometimes guys get you know took something that really wasn't that bad or something. But still, it's if it's yeah. banned substance. But I don't know. I don't think it yeah. changes anything. I think guys are uh, they they look at life and they see that. You know, this is a guy that's just, you know, maybe made a bad decision. So moving forward, it's like, am I going to treat him as less of a person? You know, does he deserve less respect? It's like, no, you you treat everyone the same. You treat people the way you want to be treated. Uh, Tim, tell me, give me a flashback moment when uh, when when your days are numbered and somebody asks you about your <laughs> pro career, what's going to stick out the most? What's going to what's going to be in your flashbacks? Ooh, flashback! I don't know. 
I don't know. I have tons of flashbacks, of, you know, of home runs I've given up. Those are the ones I actually think about the most. <laughs> you don't, you don't yeah, think, think about when you, uh, you don't think about when you struck out Joey Votto in, uh, in one of your performances. I just watched that one, so I was uh, pretty intrigued by that. I yeah. wonder if you know you ever are on social media and someone's giving you a hard time, like you know, about your career, and you just kind of like, yeah, but did you strike out Joey Votto? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I, I mean. I, I got to see a lot, you know, I don't, if I had a memoir, it would be like fly on the wall or, you know, the guy in the corner or whatever. I just, I could, I saw a bunch of stuff, you know, I saw Randy yeah. Johnson had a big strikeout when he was with the giants. It was at Miller park. I was in the, I was in the bullpen. I saw Hunter Pence when he got traded, he got taken out of the game in right field. Oh. Um, I got to be a part of, you know, two playoff runs by the brewers. I wasn't activated for the playoff roster, but I was there. I was eating cheesesteaks awesome. in 2008 in uh, Philadelphia in the clubhouse <laughs> while that game was going no on. I mean, I was teammates no with CC Sabathia, and I saw him do some amazing things on the field, some things that people have, haven't done since and rarely did before. So, I mean, I, there's a lot of just stuff that I saw. Maybe it didn't directly happen to me. Like, maybe I'm not the person that hit the home run or had the big strikeout. Um, but it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of my story. I feel like it's not really mine per se it's it's the story of me witnessing some of the great things that my friends and teammates have done and there's no right or wrong answer i love this question of of of, of pitchers uh, because there's somebody there's some great player whether you're in the minors or whether you were in college you owned somebody so who, 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 who do you feel like I, I i had this guy's number who's who's a player we all know that that you've had his number more often than not there is, that person doesn't exist yet really there's not, there's uh, not that one I don't guy know. you mentioned out? i uh, struck out joey Votto, but if you watch that video if it's the one i'm thinking of i threw a curveball that didn't curve and it ended up like a foot outside and the umpire just <laughs> i don't know got a, got a bad look at it and like rang him up you like, got yeah, you got the three. call though you got the call though oh yeah i, I, I played it off nice too i walked off the call. field like yeah what do you got on that but <laughs> Yeah, Joe, Joey Votto. If you if you see the commercial, like right before it goes to commercial, he like looks at the umpire and goes, "That wasn't a strike." <laughs> I did see that. I did see that part. Yeah. Uh, so Tim, you talk a lot about you know being able to watch your your teammates uh, have success uh, while you were there, but also now, obviously with uh, the COVID season, you weren't able to actually perform yourself, but you obviously watched the uh, pro baseball in major leagues. Uh, so I know your former teammates with Brett Phillips uh, for the Brewers. What was it like to see him have the uh, that memorable walk off that he had, uh, you know, in the World Series? That that had to have been pretty cool and pretty happy for him because he's had his his uh, you know ups and downs in the in the majors as well. Sure, I mean he's a guy that you're going to root for. I mean anybody that's come across him knows that. I mean he's just he's an awesome dude. He's so much fun to be around. We've had a great time together. We've been in, he's been a ton of my videos and we've had ideas. We did yo yo mama jokes a few times and I mean he's just a fun dude to be around and and uh, watching that at bat <laughs> during the playoffs I, it's almost hard not to laugh at him you know because I know him so well but I thought that was great I thought it was great it was a great at bat I mean just I don't know it, it, you don't know who the hero is going to be and that's what I love about baseball just in general like you don't know what's going to happen that day you're going to see something you've never seen before if you can pay attention and that's what I tell young guys like, hey, pay attention to the game because it's going to show you something that you've never seen before. And I don't know. Who, who knew that that was how that game was going to end, right? Like throwing air and missed tag and falling down and guy running in the outfield, getting chased by his teammates. It's just 
It's awesome. Also, one of his best at bats that I've probably watched Brett Phillips have. Just being able mm-hmm. to grind that out was was really cool to to see. So. Yeah, you got to love it when people dig deep. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. It's like, oh, you're in the high pressure moment. What's going to happen? And to to be able to you know come out successful on that, you know, the guy is dialing back into you know just survival mode. Okay, I got to fight the ball off. I got to do this. I got to do this. And you guys just full concentration gets it done. It's just it's an awesome. It's a, an accomplishment of you know his all his training in the off season for so many years. Tim, I was just going to say we're, we're getting close and running out of time. There is one place to oh, go no. to follow you on all the social media, dimtiller.com, D-I-M-T-I-L-L-A-R-D, dimtiller.com. You can find you can get, there's Twitter link, Instagram, your YouTube link, uh, but then also the link to your podcast. How long have you been doing a podcast? Oh, yeah. Well, when I got sent home from spring training during the pandemic, I decided I'll just start a podcast. It's called The Inner yeah. Monologue of Dim Tillard, and it's pretty pointless, <laughs> And but I've had some pretty cool people on there. Uh, it, it's fun if you if you like to waste time. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bore you with uh, with anything interesting. I'm not gonna try to <laughs> teach you anything. I'm just gonna distract you from life for about 30 minutes or an hour. Or so there you go, dude. If there's anything we need is distraction from life right now. I can tell you uh, the videos and his podcast will definitely give you a distraction from that. I sent Eric a couple of your. Videos. I actually I sent him one from uh, actually during an interview with uh, Tim Kirchin, and when you did an impression of him, I was I was mm-hmm. dying when you, when you did that. It was absolutely hilarious. So uh, it's really cool <laughs> to see all that you do with your teammates and the impressions and whatnot. So I, I gotta ask, you know, we had the guy on from Momentum the other day, Tyke Green, and they talked about the reason Trevor created Momentum was because he wanted to connect fans to the to the players. Considering that you do videos, you know funny videos and stuff with your teammates and the dugout and stuff like that. Uh, do you think that's good for baseball to have something like momentum that Trevor Bauer is doing? Yeah. I mean, I haven't dug too much into, I, I do know of his brand and, and, and kind of an idea of what he's doing, but I, I think he recognizes that there is kind of a, I mean, you think about it. Okay. After a game, a guy hits a walk off or strikeout, whatever. It's like, okay, well, here's the, here's the post game interview. And they, they just say all the cliches. They say, well, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, I, you know, I, got a hit or I struck a guy out, just wanted to help my teammates, glad we could win, that kind of stuff. But when you actually slow things down and let guys express themselves, you'll find out that most of them, are they have so many other skills. You know, they yes, they can do baseball, but they're more than that. They have so much going, you know, they can that they can offer, so many skills, so many gifts. And I think when you kind of let the guard down, like with me with my videos, you'd be surprised how many actors we have <laughs> yeah. or how many special talents these guys have. And uh, I think there is. I think there's a really good spot right there for for some sort of media to capture that. I mean, if somebody wants to pay me to do it, I'll do it. But <laughs> absolutely, I don't. Yeah. Well, Tim, it's uh, it's really cool. You took some time out to talk to us. Dimtillard.com. I you can also go there and click on the link to buy buy my crap. <laughs> and, uh, and, the, and the button that leads to nothing, which had me laughing a little bit ago too. So, uh, yeah. but check out the check out the website and keep it light. Thanks for you know you're making you know baseball fun for fans to to see things you know to get an insight. And uh, I think that uh, it's a whole new world. And that's what the you know the the internet world, the uh, podcast world. That's what it gives us you know, an opportunity to to uh, to get more insight. And you're doing it the right way. We wish you luck, man. Hope you're back uh, back on the mound. Uh, you know, it's, it's spring training, and do, do you you know? I, I know you're 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 waiting up for a phone call. Or you're still connected to the Rangers. 
Man, I, I, I'm not connected to anybody right now. I am a true free agent, but a minor league free agent is just a special word for unemployed. So Fair enough. <laughs> I'm just, I'm calling around. I'm, I'm messaging people, direct messaging on social media, you know, emails, uh, carrier pigeon, smoke signals. Yep. I don't care what it is. I'm just trying to get my name out there and let people know that, you know, I don't know what I can bring, but it's going to be everything I got. So if you that's, need, that's if you my need a, selling point. <laughs> if, you, if you need an Uncle Charlie that's not an uncle to strike out Votto, you're the guy. <laughs> yeah, man, that's me. <laughs> Tim Dillard, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much, and, uh, and best of luck. We, uh, we're a fan for life. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you having me on. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.